Here we are. We're here. We're in. It's tradition here in the Percolator where we gather to talk about things that are not uh, fully formed thoughts, but are top of mind and uh, of tip of the tongue. Uh, and that tradition is that we always allow our guest archivists to archivist, <laughs> our guest archivist to have the first uh, steep, if they so desire. But they, why they, did we start that tradition? They can't it seems defer. like we shouldn't just like <laughs> put them deer in headlights into it and be like, "Hey, tell us something. Tell us what you're thinking about." Yeah, yeah I think maybe we should uh, make the executive decision to alter that. So never mind what I said. Yeah, I kind of like it still. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I always enjoyed it when you guys just put me on the spot. Well, you're yeah, but on the you spot like now. talking, so uh, sure. <laughs> guys, can I tell you, I'm really, really upset about what? Sure. So, Ewan McGregor left his wife of 15 years for Mary Elizabeth Winstead. (laughs) And, like, come on. (laughs) I mean, granted, I'm a little upset on both parts because Mm -hmm. I would like to be with each of them. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm mostly upset on the Mary Elizabeth Winstead side because, um, you know, she's, like, closer to my age, I think, and I thought that I had a chance and I'm, you know, how long have we married? Uh, <laughs> I don't see how that's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, they, uh, apparently were, uh, you know, they, they were in Fargo season three together. Oh, so like they had to done something recently together. She's yeah, these things yeah. work. But this where? just came out like two days ago. And one of my coworkers told me about it and it just, it's been crushing me ever since then. <laughs> I mean, that is terrible. That, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's full of terror. <laughs> Who do you feel worse for, though? The uh, the wife or uh, what's her name? Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio? Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty upsetting that he left his wife for 15 years. Yeah. But um, mostly I feel worse for me. <laughs> Boy, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> what What is Ewan McGregor up to these days other than Fargo Season 3? Uh, I think he's doing a, a secret Star Wars prequel. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doubtful. I look forward to that. Splicing his voice with Alec McGinnis. There you yeah. go. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. He, he did that, you know, right? What? In Force Awakens, they did that. Spliced, they did what? They spliced his voice with Alec Guinness. In the in the, the Force Awakens? Yes. Which one was that? Episode 7. What was the line? <laughs> I watched that one Ray? with the sound <laughs> off. Yeah, it's just the girl's name, <laughs> I yeah. think. Oh. Like Ray or something like that. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I think it was Ray. I didn't know that. It was it, it was literally just Ray. Well, that's her name. I know, but that's the was line. Was there anything? Yeah. He was like, "Hey, Ray, over here." And then, um, like, I went. Did, Egon. did they? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like it. That was, a, that was a deleted scene. Did they actually record their voice? Did they have you and McGregor come in and yes. they exhumed uh, Sir Alec <laughs> Guinness? Guinness. They, so, they pushed on his chest and it went. Ray. <laughs> Which means to blade. <laughs> Uh, that's a weird bit of trivia. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of dumb, I also think. But I, I would expect nothing less from you. Yeah. Speaking of dumb, let's talk about <laughs> let's Blade talk, Runner. Let's talk about the oh. Star Wars trailer. Oh, will you do trailers now? Instead? No, we're not. We're not going to do it. We talk about trailers all the time. I think. Uh, but in full, you know, there was a long time 
Or he didn't talk trailers at all. That's true. Yeah. Well, and when there's a, an interesting trailer that's out, we can talk about <laughs> it. But, but we're on hold until right. Drew comes back in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so then we'll talk about the Justice League and Star Wars trailers. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, okay, Blade Runner. Yeah, what's yeah. your beef with Blade Runner, man? So you guys have seen it. Have you seen Blade Runner? I have not seen the new one, no. Okay. Have you seen the old one? Yes. Okay. Didn't know at what level we're talking here. So, Blade Runner two thousand forty nine, as Alexa insists on calling it, which is the name, so that makes sense. <laughs> but everybody else has been calling it Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, think. okay. So, that, what, wait, what does she call it? Two thousand forty nine. Oh, <laughs> all right, I get you. If you ask her, like, tell me some show times for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, she says Blade Runner is a film starring Harrison Ford or something along those lines. Right. Uh, all right, I. Why don't you guys tell me what you liked about it? Well, first of all, correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of went in this in full John mode in the sense that you saw it at the moolah, is that right? Or someplace with like... No, I saw it at the High Point Backlot, which is my second favorite theater. Right. So there's nothing nothing wrong with that. But you were tired going in? Was that accurate? Or like you fell asleep or something? Nope. Wrong again. I was in a perfect disposition to see this movie. Really? Yes. I was exactly where I wanted to be. And in fact, as the lights go down, I'm sitting there. I've got my drink. I've got my popcorn. How was it in the cup holder? Was it it pretty tight? These are new cup holders, so they're they're pretty uh, legit. So you're stoked. I was incredibly stoked. I saw good trailers. There's your problem. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone knows anything about John, if he's looking forward to something, it's going to be terrible. Right? It'll never live up. Right. That is... Okay, so I I was stoked about the experience. I wasn't stoked about the movie. Mm. I should qualify It's kind of splitting hairs, but all right, we'll we'll allow it. cautiously optimistic about the movie. We'll allow it. Maybe that's too much. It is too much. Maybe that's too much to expect. It's too much, but it's okay. (laughs) So so I I will say my, my viewing was compromised in this way. Um... So I I made it about two hours into this movie, two hours and 20 minutes or so into this movie, and uh, absolutely had to pee. Like, there, right. was, there was no way. And there's a point in the movie where... Is this, is this a spoiler it's, alert? It's not a spoiler oh, okay. alert. Okay. Two hours and 20 minutes, that's when it really picks up. Like, <laughs> it's all built up until that. Until that moment. Right. How long well, is the movie? It's two, two hours 45. and 45 46, I believe, officially. <laughs> that was a way off. <laughs> Those two minutes are important. <laughs> right. Those are two extra minutes was, I had to stand in the lobby minute. waiting for one, this dumb movie minute. to end. It was yeah. one minute. That's okay. So I made it this far, and it became clear that the movie was not wrapping up anytime soon. Right. So I made the decision that I'm going to, to exit in the least impactful way possible. So I, I hunker down. I'm on the aisle. But the aisle is very narrow. The the left aisle. Wait, are you prone? Are you crawling army style? Yes. Okay. That is. <laughs> I'm actually crawling over the seats. Way. Yeah, like on people's heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I try to like slink into the sidewall and and slide down the um, the side of it, like doing this kind of like shimmying All gesture right. because mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of room over there. But there is an aisle, and. I'm mostly concerned about what I'm going to do when I get to the floor and I have to walk in front of the screen because the screen is about like the bottom of it is about at the level of my torso. Okay. So I'm going to have to do some like serious ducking in order to like avoid being in front of people's view. Um, but on the way somebody gets up in front of me, like <laughs> in the, in the, the aisle in front of me, as I'm about to step down, 
this dude gets up. Man, I really, I think you should write this review for the St. Louis uh, <laughs> <laughs> newspaper. Riverfront Times. Riverfront Times, yeah. You, yeah. Should, you should be writing reviews. I mean, do, are, are you there with me now? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah I know nothing about the experience. movie, but your experience, I'm right there with you. So that guy gets up, and I it causes me to like kind of falter and I step back a little bit and as I do my right foot kicks an empty beer can and I hear it go ding 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 ling ling and uh so then I like turn and I freak out I'm like I'm sorry but I'm I'm pretty sure I didn't whisper I'm pretty sure I was like oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then I've returned my attention to making my way out and now I have to grapple with the original problem which is getting out right of the, the bathroom view. oh right <laughs> <laughs> And people have their like feet out. There, there are. There's one like love seat in the high point back lot, right in the front. And the people who are sitting there have their like feet out. So not only am I now trying to duck down, but I'm trying to avoid tripping over. This is cool, them. folks. He's actually like acting. So out. I'm like, it's, it's yeah. Hey, check the show notes. It's great radio. I'm like, <laughs> John's gonna put a map of the theater and like, a video <laughs> of like, him shimmying. No, it's like a family circus thing. We'll have like little dots, yes. and here's where like the bear kid. Yes. And then it's, <laughs> it's in there. Check right. it. <laughs> I think Drew drew it for him. <laughs> <laughs> so I got out. I made it out of the theater alive, um, and went to the went to the restroom. And I'm, I'm, I exit the restroom and I look down the hallway and I can hear like Harrison Ford talking. And in the restroom, in the restroom, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> hey, he is there any toilet there. paper in there? <laughs> Let's get Harrison Ford. <laughs> you just have to act pissed. <laughs> So as you know, because I, I contacted wife. you, <laughs> get off my plane. Uh, I I was torn because I I wanted to go back in, uh, but I I didn't want to go back in enough to face oh, that that gauntlet again. And uh, wait, are you talking about the movie or the walk in or the theater, Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> The uh, I didn't want to have to um, cut in front of the screen again, right. and then have to navigate the staircase. And I wasn't really into the movie anyway, so I just waited out. So, so you actually didn't see the end of the movie. You didn't finish it. I didn't see like the last I don't know twenty minutes of the movie. Right. So you didn't see the, the entire. Not I'm not. That's not hyperbole. You did not see the point of the movie. <laughs> like the whole what this. No, whole I saw the point of the movie. No, the you point didn't. of the movie you is didn't. to make money off of people interested in a Blade Runner sequel and who. <laughs> This aren't guy. too concerned about the fact that it's basically a complete rehash of the first one. Okay. I am just going to say that um, if you went into a Blade Runner sequel and it was slow moving and that upset you, then you don't remember the first Blade Runner. No, that, that didn't upset me. Okay. So, so I was what, fine what was with the, the pace. I actually really liked the pace. I liked it too. I actually really appreciated the fact that, and this is I guess not a spoiler, that they, that they were honest to the original pace which i, I know people yeah. complain about that but to me it was like good this is what a blade runner movie quote unquote should feel like it's a slow burn yeah i like that a lot and i appreciate that they weren't like shoving themes in my face right there's no blue you know? milk it was like a re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it 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 was a very subtle um subtle themes i guess subtle expression of of themes but but um, I the best way I can think to articulate this is I guess this is a spoiler. Oh, 
This we, film is set 30 years after the first one. <laughs> and yet uh, the Los Angeles that we see is exactly the same. It is very like, similar. Yeah. Virtually identical, even down to like the costumes and the uh, like eateries and things. And I understand that like. But does the city really change that quickly? Like 30 years isn't that long. I guess not. It um, is in the future. I would say it It used to. 30 years it used to be a drastic change. But even in modern day, I mean, 30 years ago, that was late 80s. So, I mean, it's not so, yeah. It's not all that different. <laughs> no, I mean, but as far as, like, architectural goes, I mean, it doesn't, things aren't. Yeah, yeah but. It's new and right. painted. Yeah. And, That's a fair point. That is a fair and point. And it did show the even more overpopulation thing, obviously, with the way that the houses houses were set up. I don't remember what you're talking about, but that's okay. okay. Did it yeah. feel like the same city that had grown a little bit, or did it just feel like you would, there was no time change at all? Yeah, I mean, it felt like it, it could have taken place a week after the previous film. And I, I, I guess my, my issue with that is that it's just a little too slavish to be interesting. I thought it was a perfect sequel. Really? I, I'm putting it up there with um, Godfather 2 and Back to the Future 2. Wow. And Gremlins? Son of Mask. <laughs> Son of Mask. <laughs> uh, where they took the themes from the original and built on them. Um, they uh, stayed true to it in style and tone and pacing and everything. Um, they brought back elements from it yeah and without some the cool, blue milk some cool, some cool cameos yeah. Yeah. that weren't didn't seem forced um uh well i mean this might be a spoiler i won't get into detail but the crux of the storyline is completely contingent on the original well sure good that's, I, that's... I disagree i or i i guess maybe this is where this is where the break is that's not what i was really looking for and I was fine with Harrison Ford so being in it. So you wanted Gosling a Blade Runner story instead of Blade Runner 2. 2, yeah. Yeah. Huh, I was okay. fine with Harrison Ford being in there and having some influence over it, but I didn't expect the entire storyline to be dependent upon his backstory and evolution. Mm. He is essentially the MacGuffin, MacGuffin of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that was frustrating to me. Really? Does it set it up for a trilogy? Like, do you think there'll be a third one? Yeah, I, I would say not. no. Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty. And John can't actually speak to this because he didn't see the <laughs> end of it. Uh, but no, it's a pretty closed. I guess here's the deal. Could they? Of course they could because sure. it's Hollywood. Yeah, they would have but made money. But it's it, a pretty. It feels closed. Yeah, the story is a nice. nice you feel ending. good about it? I, I do. I do. All right. So don't listen to them. Listen to me. I never listen to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the real question. And I'm, uh, this is going to sound like I'm making this up. But I'm actually being dead serious. Have any Have any of you seen, I know you probably haven't, but uh, Blade Runner 2022 or Blade Runner 2036 or Blade Runner 2048? I hate it when Adam does this. 
Yeah. I, I hate it when he says numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no. these, these are, um, I found out about this after oh, seeing it. These, these are, are a the bunch things of, that came out before it. They made a bunch of little prequel movies. Yeah. I heard oh, about that. They basically explained the timeline of what was happening between Blade Runner and Blade so Runner. Kind of like world building. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. There's one. Yeah. That so the whole, like the, the blackout, blackout. like yeah. it's Blade Runner blackout 2022. Um, and then Blade Runner Nexus 2036. And then Blade Runner, Nowhere to Run, 2048. So you may like those more. They're like not real movies. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that does sound a lot more appealing to me than, than this one did. Well, there you go. Being. So, so all right. Now are those, three more Blade Runners to watch. Wait, now, have, are have these available? Them? Yeah. Can you, can you watch these? Um, you can obviously watch them with your eyes. This is entirely physically possible. Have you seen them? Um, I have not seen them yet. Uh, you can watch them. It looks like on Amazon. One of my coworkers right. saw one of them and said it was good. Okay. Yeah. We'll put those in the show notes. Knowing you, you'll probably want to skip the second one, 2036, because all this is a picture of Jared Leto and probably his little backstory, what, he's up, <laughs> what he was up to. <laughs> but maybe it would be good. Who I knows? didn't have any issue with Jared Leto. I, I never do, so you guys all were crazy. Oh, Jared Leto. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought he was good on it. I think he, he served his purpose. Yeah. I just don't think that that purpose was very appealing you know what i didn't like is apparently ridley scott went to him and said that his character knows whether or not harrison ford is a replicant or not and it's up to him to decide whether or not he is it's up to his character to decide? It, no it's up to jared leto to decide in his acting whether oh, or not so to in his performance decide yeah. if I'm acting this role as if I know he is or I'm acting this role as if I know he isn't. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Which, um, I, yeah, not to spoil, but he, he talks around that in it and kind of gives hints but still doesn't really answer it. Right. Okay, yeah. that doesn't... So, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I don't think that that, uh, that question, especially upon most recent viewings of the original I don't think I don't really think that there is really any question no like especially I, if you watch the director's cut or, or the definitive version it's a firm me. idea of that, the answer to that but tell me how the um, tell me how go on <laughs> go on tell me how the unicorn dream proves that he's a replicant because um, I guess this is a spoiler for Blade Runner. It's you don't have to put that. We're not doing that. Oh, you you did it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, uh, he has a dream about unicorns. Right. Right. I wait. Oh my God, am I a replicant? <laughs> I dream about unicorns all the time. Um, and then later on in the movie, he receives that gift of the origami unicorn, basically saying, "Hey, guess what? I know what you were dreaming about because I was one of the guys who." those dreams in your programming so okay so there you go tell me (laughs) how (laughs) um adama right i I follow you yeah helped make the replicants i think so yeah one of the designers i thought he was just like a thug or he's just a cop yeah he's just a dirty cop as far as we know from the movie i don't think they ever allude to him being 
Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't. Okay. Involved in the Terrell Corporation. Or I still need anything. to rewatch the defense. I maybe I've never actually seen like the final cut. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, it's there's a director's cut, the director's cut, and, and then the final cut. cut. And the final cut. cut actually is supposed to be the actual legit real movie that was supposed to be put out originally. So, all right. We'll anyway, look into that. there you go. We'll put that in the show notes. I guess I'm glad that this movie exists. Twenty forty nine. Um. No, I don't really care. About twenty two, thirty six, and I don't know. I'll look for them. I'll watch them yeah. and see if maybe uh, if that lends anything to it. But you know, my my beef with that, just in concept, is that you should never you should never make a movie that's dependent upon things that are not in the movie. I'm inclined it, to agree. I don't and, think it was. I th- okay. yeah yeah. I think that's just bonus. Yeah, it'd be like extra features, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got one more thing. Um, I heard about a podcast that I thought that you and Drew would be interested in. What? <laughs> what? What about me? Oh, you can go again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be quick. No, no, no. About the, the, the podcast. <laughs> Why would I not be interested in it? Well, Am I not good enough for your dumb podcast? No, I have no interest in it. Okay. So, yeah. well, he's, it, it's only for full, full-time full hosts this of the talking. archive. No, no, no. Uh, the name of it is... He doesn't even get it. Hidden Mickeys, and it's about... Oh. Uh, Disneyland and things that are, you know, kind of behind the scenes about it. So um, I listened to one episode and they talked about um, Club 33 Mm. and uh, Walt being cryogenically frozen. (laughs) Um, And then in that episode, they talked about there's a website called Mickey Leaks that is talking about all the like uh, thing, the legal cases against them and all sorts of scandalous stuff like that. So. That, that sounds there's, excellent. There's a couple yeah. of resources for you guys that have some strange obsession with Disneyland. <laughs> uh, Adam, do you have a strange obsession with Disneyland? Just in the sense I've never been there. So it's okay. like this yeah. this intangible like dream thing that like maybe someday I'll get there. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sorry I left you out. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Before we close out, is there anything that you would like to uh, percolate on? Nope. it's been great having you here jake yeah thanks (laughs) (laughs) all right got a regular uh, corbin dallas on our hands here check out jake in our full episode uh, (laughs) coming this friday maybe ish it comes out today right it definitely (laughs) comes out today it's available now (laughs) hooray we did it (laughs) 